season two. I'm just getting comfortable right now. Because this episode is about you. This episode is for the listeners. It's for you. Let's get into it. Tell me more, Rodney. Hello, good people. It's your boy, Rodney, here again with another episode for you. This time, I decided to go into the mailbag. Of course, I've been getting a lot of emails, a lot of DMs, and I got a lot of people I need to respond to. I got a lot of people I need to hopefully help, you know, with some questions that they've asked. And uh, I want to share it with all of you guys, because maybe you have these questions too. You just haven't taken the time to send me a DM, to message me, to reach out to me. So we're going to get into a little bit of the mailbag today. We're going to open that up and chat with the people, people like you. And we have some new listeners. I want to welcome all of them to the show Thank you so much for coming and being a part of this with me. I do this for you guys. I do this for you. Yeah, you. Who's listening to the show right now? Maybe even for the first time. For those of you that are new, follow the show. Find us on Instagram at Tell Me More Rodney. One word. Find us on Twitter. Tell Me More Rodney. One word. And come be a part of this. I want to welcome you in. I hope your day is doing wonderful. Rodney's doing well. So let's chat. Let's talk about the mailbag. Let's answer some questions. And let's help some people. Let's help some of our brothers and sisters, some of our coworkers, some of our friends that are out here in real estate, working in real estate, or thinking about getting into real estate. That's who we're talking to today. People just like you. So without further ado... As they say, let's get into the mailbag. You've got mail. Okay, so let's jump into the DMs here. Here's one uh, from Tammy. Tammy says, Rodney, I've recently began listening to your podcast. I've only heard three episodes, but I can't wait to hear the others. Peaks and Valleys really resonated with me as I was laid off with several of my coworkers this month. We purchased a home three years ago, and our real estate agent, Heath, says he thought that I would be a good real estate agent as I am very firm and a go-getter. We live in Florida. Do you have any advice or think this is a good time to get into real estate? Okay, well, this is a very, very popular question. I get this one a lot uh, from people who are thinking about getting into real estate. Um, Now... Again, I'm doing this with limited information, but I did did some snooping on your page. I kind of stalked you a little bit, Tammy. So I, I looked on your your page, and I can see that you you have a family. Looks like uh, two kids. Uh, looks like uh, two girls. And um, I really want to talk to you about you know you know it takes a little bit more than then people say just getting into real estate. And I understand that that's not necessarily your statement. That was just a part of, you know, your, your question, but getting into real estate, I like to say starting a business, what, what you're really, um, 
asking me is, you know, Rodney, do you think this is a good time for me to start a business? And, and I really do wish a lot more people would would have that understanding and, and take that approach to quote getting into real estate. Um, you're 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 looking to uh, well, look, we got some more DMs coming in. Um, but you're really thinking about getting, you know, starting a business and opening up your own business that's going to come with a lot of, you know, responsibilities and things like that. In fact, uh, I was just tweeting uh, on the Tell Me More Rodney page, uh, Twitter account, um, and I read an article. Um, let me pull it up here. And it talked about working moms getting into um, real estate. You know, and, and some of the some of the reasons they say that they are attracted to real estate is the, the flexibility. You know, however, you know, I, I will say this when you do this, it's going to create this imbalance in your life. And a lot of people don't don't talk about that, you know, and, and in that article, it pulled out some interesting things, some interesting facts. Um, here's one that was saying, uh, according to the National Association of Realtors, NARS, women make up the majority of real estate professionals. Um, they've held that majority since 1978. That's, you know, that's a while ago. You, you guys have really been holding it down. I think it's something that, that is not talked about and not necessarily, um, some people don't even know that uh, as a as a fact. Uh, but in the article, it also goes that uh, working mothers, you know, they, you know, you guys make up one in three of you know of the women owned businesses. One in three, you know, are, are mothers and they have families. And I think some of the stuff that is out there, uh, things like super mom and boss mom, and you know, it became very very popular. And sometimes it 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 could present this unrealistic picture uh, of women in business, you know, and, you know, being able to do it all, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to, you know, do this, I'm going to hold this down, I'm going to be at, you know, all of those things. So uh, my, my, I guess, advice would be for you to kind of look at that, you know, think about what you're going to have to give in order to start this business. And now I'm not discouraging you at, at all, but Rodney wants to I care for you and I want you to I want you to know that I'm going to advise you carefully. Um, it, there's a lot of stuff that goes with that. Uh, you can listen to season one and where I talk about, you know, selecting the right brokerage and some of the challenges and things that, you know, go along with with real estate. I think a lot of people um, that are in real estate, they, they got into it because someone either suggested it to it. That's what happened to Rodney. You know, someone said, hey, Rodney, you know, I think you'd be a really good you know, real estate agent, I think you'd be a really good, you know, when it came time for me to become a broker, you know, they approached me and they were like, right, I think you'd make a, a hell of a broker, you know, and, and, you know, just because of how you are with people. And so I guess to answer your question, uh, Tammy uh, from Florida, you know, let's look at your resources. Let's, let's measure, you know, the, what we're going to be giving, up and what we're, what it's going to take to be successful and work into this business. But yes, I would encourage you to give it a shot. Uh, I'm never going to squash your dreams, but I want to support you and say, hey, you know, and I hope there are some ladies listening to that. I think even beyond real estate, any job, I, I think it's one of the things that, you know, ladies, you know, they 
they have to calculate. They, you know, they're looking at, you know, childcare. They're looking at, you know, managing themselves, managing the house. I mean, just becoming a mother requires this major sacrifice where you, you, you give up a lot um, and you become a very selfless person uh, in doing that. And, and customers and clients for my people in real estate will tell you they are very demanding and, and you're going to be picking up on some more babies. They're just grown adult babies, you know, that you're going to be dealing with that are frustrated. They throw tantrums and all these things right here. So I, I would have, I would advise you to look at this as opening a business and going, okay, you know, if it wasn't real estate, how how would I feel about opening and starting a business in this current climate, in the current market, and all of those things? And I think you'll find some of your answers there. So kind of look at those things that, um, you know, w- when making your decision, okay? And listen to some more episodes. You know, you're talking about, I think you said, what, let me pull this thing up. Three episodes? Come on. You got to listen to way more episodes to tell me more, Rodney. So dig a few more of them episodes up and get back with your boy. But thank you so much for your message. Thank you for being a new listener. Thank you for being a part of this. I really do uh, appreciate that. Okay. All right. Hopefully that helped Tammy. Okay. Moving on. Here is another one. It says, um, I'm not sure if you'll read this message, but I really like this show. You make me laugh. Uh, one day I'm going to be on your show. Well, come on on the show. Uh, That was a DM here. Uh, I welcome everyone. You are welcome. If you're listening to this, I want you to know that you are welcome here. This is a space. and I want you to come on over to Rodney's house. Come be a part of this, okay? All right, so thank you so much for that that compliment, and I really do appreciate that. That encourages me. Uh, Moving along here, another DM says... um, I've been singing that thank you song all day. Yes, uh, from a previous episode, I think it was Miss Kim's children's song uh, that I played. I hope oh, I should have had that teed up. I should try to find that. Uh, but it was like, thank you all around. The-. You guys remember the episode. Anyway, that's Rodney's uh, best uh, karaoke version of that song. All right, here's another one. Let's see here. Rodney. What is the best way for me to get more customers? I've been doing open houses and attending builder events here in my area, uh, West Dallas, near my home. Let's see. The best way to get more customers. Um, It is, there are a lot of people that will, you know, their goal will be to get in your pocket, uh, to get you to sign up for things, to pay for things. Advertising has a, you know, you could spend so much money on advertising. Um, but I think one of the better ways, I won't say the best, because if you talk in absolute, somebody's going to get upset and say, no, this is the best way. So I'll say one of the better ways is just branding yourself, going out there, attending. I think you're doing the right thing by attending events and, and, and being out in the public. And, you know, we used to say it back in the day, like, don't be a secret agent. Like, you know, don't let this isn't a career or a business where you can be silent about it. Everybody needs to know that this is your business and this is what you do. 
Okay, so self branding and, you know, always, always, always marketing yourself. And I know there's going to be some hesitancy uh, in doing that, because like when you start like those um, YouTube uh, videos, some people do Facebook pages and all of those things and you feel like you're marketing to a lot of your friends and family members and you're like okay you are getting on my nerves with all of your real estate stuff you know and then it's like exhausting for them uh feel like they have to like everything and, and then we kind of you know we we lean heavily on our sphere of influence the the people that are around us but Break outside of your uh, sphere of influence. I, I encourage a lot of real estate professionals to go, hey, yes, your family and friends, it's great if they can do business with you. I mean, that's wonderful. I mean, everybody wants to do people do business with people that they, they already know. But uh, the big part of this business is, you know, people you do not know and, and meeting them, you know. All right. So hopefully that helped as, as a way of uh, not the best way, uh, but just a better way of of getting out there. And I think you're on the right track, but don't shy away from social media. Don't shy away from trying new things. A lot of people, it's a copycat league where you see a lot of real estate agents. They're literally posting like the same type of content. They're saying pretty much the same thing. And, you know, it's. You know, it's like when you try something, right? Something new. Uh, and I'll use a meat in particular. And people are like, you know, what does that taste like? And, you know, the default word is when something is so vanilla and it's kind of just like you're, you're, you can't distinguish it. You kind of say, you know, it tastes like chicken, you know? And, and I think a lot of people in, in this industry, is especially real estate, they, I hate to say it, but they taste like chicken. Like they're, they're saying the same thing. And they're not necessarily talking directly to the customer in their way, through their voice. Um, and, you know, they're relying heavily on, you know, articles and, and, and things that they've read and heard. And they're kind of regurgitating those things. So don't don't fall into that trap. Speak with your voice. OK, that's Rodney's uh, advice. You know, and hopefully that helped. You know, I'm I'm reading through these messages. I'm, I'm just trying to help everybody. I, I kind of want to sit down with people more uh, to answer some of these questions. But this is all I got. I got a podcast. OK. All right. So another message here. It says, uh, I love the show. Thank you. I love. When, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let me let me say something to you guys about that. Those these these types of messages really do help Rodney. They they encourage me. They they make me get back on here and do more episodes. It it, it just you know how do you say it? Um, I think if you think about scripture and you know it talks about like you know, God, one of the, the major thing that he requires are, you know, the being or, or, you know, whoever your God is, is praise and worship. And, you know, I think we're all that way. We all require encouragement, you know, so thank you so much. And, and Rodney requires that, um, not to, uh, as, as necessarily a, you know, Oh, you're doing it for the claps. You're doing it for the cheers. No. Uh, but when it is received, gratitude and appreciation is something that I think all of us value. Okay. All right. But back to your message. Since I love the show. Which day are the new episodes coming out? 
And are you on YouTube? All right. No, I am not on YouTube. Um, And I get that question a lot as well. People say, you know, like, yo, you know, put it on YouTube. Like, why aren't you like recording the episodes and and doing some of those things? Well, here's why. One One of the primary reasons is when I was thinking about, you know, starting this podcast, I started thinking about who was listening to podcasts and who was you know, who, who would be my audience, you know, and what, what would be a best way, the best way, uh, well, I'll say one of the better ways for me to, to reach them, to actually, you know, have an intimate conversation with them. And I couldn't think of a better way than a podcast. It's like a phone call, you know, there's so much that you can get, um, via a phone call versus a text message, right? Uh, Someone texting you, um, you know, have a good day or good luck or someone calling you and saying those words to you, there's a difference. And I think, you know, just in society, uh, a lot of people are so visual, you know, and I don't want you guys to get caught up in the visual of of Rodney, those those things. I'd rather be in your mind space and, and in your ears. Uh, I think sometimes those things can be a distraction. It's like you watch a podcast on a show and you're really kind of just looking at the people and, you know, you kind of miss a little bit of what they are saying. It's kind of like a music video. Like we've all heard a beautiful song, right? And you put it in your headset and you're listening to it and you're so connected with that song. But when you watch the video, while the video is appealing and the video kind of tells the story of the song, it takes away a little bit of the lyrics. This is just my opinion. It takes a little bit away from the lyrics. And I think that what what we're doing here and what I'm trying to share is important that you, you, you don't miss these lyrics. You don't miss these words. You actually... You, you can hear Rodney. You can you, you kind of feel Rodney and, and understand that, wow, this, this is a, a person who's, you know, I can connect with. And that's what I'm looking for. OK, so that's why I've kind of, you know, shied away. Doesn't mean it'll be forever. And I won't ever do YouTube because, again, you never say never. Right. But it's what this is one of those things where I really wanted this to be something that people could, you know, kind of feel is their book, you know, something they can open up and say, you know what, I'm going to listen to some Tell Me More Rodney in the park. I'm going to listen to some Tell Me More Rodney while I'm working out. Uh, while I'm stuck in traffic, I'm going to listen to Tell Me More Rodney. And, and and hopefully maybe one of those ways you're actually hearing me right now. And that's a beautiful thing because it's just you and I. Okay. So that's the re- that's the QBQ, the question behind the question. And you need to go listen to that episode, QBQ, season two. Uh, but that's that's the reason. That's the the method to my madness and why I've kind of shied or, or steered away from YouTube. Okay? All right. Looks like we got through the DMs. Thank you, everyone, um, for those uh, direct messages. Again, if you want to do that, um, hit me up. Send me a message. You can go. You can do that via Instagram uh, at Tell Me More Rodney, all one word. Uh, or you can find me on Twitter if if you like to tweet. Uh, it's Tell M M Rodney on Twitter. But thank you so much for those. But we do have something we're going to be talking about today, and something I wanted to uh, share with you guys because it's been a little while since Rodney's been on the the bookshelf. So I'm going to be grabbing uh, something here. I have a 
one of my another one of my favorite books. I guess I don't know if you can call it a favorite if you got like multiples, um, but maybe you can because my favorites tabs on my uh, computer has multiple links and they're all my favorite. But anyway, so this is um, one of my favorites. Um, and the title of the book is, uh, first things first. And it was written by, um, Stephen R. Covey, who's no longer with us. Uh, those that, if you like, oh, that name sounds familiar. It's because you may have heard or, or be aware of the seven habits of highly uh, effective people. Um, and there are multiple habits. Um, let me see. You know what? It's time to quit as Rodney. Let me see if I can remember all the habits. All right, let me go off the cuff here. I know it's first things first is one. Um, begin with the end in the mind is another one. Um, oh, seek first to understand, then be understood. Uh, did I say begin with the end of the mind? I think I did, so I won't count that. Um I'm going to have to look those up. Oh, my God, I forgot all of the seven habits. But anyway, moving on, um, he wrote the, the book, the, the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, uh, Stephen Covey did. and But what I found interesting about all of those habits that he had was he actually broke uh, this habit uh which we're going to be talking about today, First, keep the first thing. Well, some people say keep the main thing the main thing or first things first. Uh, he actually broke this habit out into its own, separate, its own separate book. And I thought that was interesting that he decided to go deeper into that one because I don't think he did that with the other habits um, that you're going to need to look up for yourself and find and get back with Rodney and DM me and tell me, Rodney, you forgot this one, this one, that one. You know, feel free to do that. But... um no, he, he broke this one out. So when I saw this book, uh, I, I, you know, it was one I had to, to grab because I was a big fan of, of that book and, and those habits. And, and sometimes I used to, back in the day when I was, you know, I knew them all by heart and I can remember them. I used to say them all the time. But uh, anyway, we're going to be talking about first things first. Um, and in this book, there, there's a section um, where he talks about the clock and the compass. And I'm going to read and share that with you. Let me find that page. The clock and the compass. Our struggle to put first things first can be characterized by the contrast between two powerful tools that direct us, the clock and the compass. The clock represents our commitments, appointments, schedules, goals, activities. What we do with and how we manage our time. The compass represents our vision, values, principles, mission, direction. What we feel is important and how we lead our lives. You see, the struggle comes when there's a sense of a gap between the clock and the compass in our lives. And I don't know about you, but I've experienced that. I've had that, that struggle when the clock isn't moving fast enough. 
and the things that I, I have on my compass, I'm not getting fast enough. And that can that can lead to some things that can really frustrate you, right? You can feel like I know where I want to go. This is what I want to do. Anybody remember like when you're in school and you're like, I can't wait to get out of school. I can't wait to graduate. I'm so over this. Right. Or, or like if you're for my military veterans, um, you start counting down the days where you're in basic training or, uh, or tech school. And you're like so many days in a wake up and I can't wait for this to be over. I can't wait to get out of here. And we want to rush that clock. Right. We want to get done because we're like, yo, I got this compass and this is where I want to go. This is the direction that that I want to that I want to go, you know? You know, you see for some of us the pain of the gap is intense. You know, you know we we can't seem to walk our talk. You know, when when you have this need and this desire to be something and you know this is what you want to do and this is what you want to become, you know, that can you know, it can also, you know, it kind of make you feel trapped, right? You know, sometimes you you can feel controlled by, you know, other people or a situation, you know, when, when you're just, when that clock and that compass just doesn't seem to be aligned and there's just like such a gap. And, you know, I talked about this on a previous episode that it's going to take some time. And now I'm thinking back to you, Tammy, and your 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 message. It's going to take some time. So if you, if you're wanting to open that business or do, or do this thing or you know become this entrepreneur, mompreneur is is a word I've heard thrown around. It's give yourself some time. And for for my person that is listening to this that may have just gotten into real estate or have you know been in real estate for a little while and perhaps it's not going as you know as expected or as planned, it's going to take some time. On a previous episode, I mentioned that, you know, the first year in real estate, you don't make much money, right? And that can, that can mess with you because one thing I know that is always on time is the bills, right? I don't think they ever have, have any bills ever come to you late? No, the bank's always on time with theirs, so trust me, I understand that. All right? So hopefully it helped. Hopefully you can think about your clock and your compass um, and where you're going in, in life. And don't let the gap scare you. Okay? I have to say this. I want to say thank you. All of the guests from season two of Tell Me More Rodney, um, Jocelyn Davis, who's who's been on the show and, you know, I like to say is a supporter of the show, um, really, really, uh, you know, someone that is, you know, I like to, you know, I don't want to say the word fan, but uh, really someone who supports the show because there's a difference between being a fan and supporting, you know, and, and, and Jocelyn gives a lot of support. Uh, Wesley, um, congratulations on the marriage. Uh, for, you know, if you guys remember his episode. So congratulations to both you and your bride. Uh, Gregory, uh, who was wonderful on a recent episode, one that we just posted. Uh, I think I can call him G Money now. He told me, like, when people get to know him, you, you can stop with the Gregory. And, and he likes, you know, the people that know him, they will say G Money. So I'm going to say G Money. 
right? And you know that G-Money kind of ties back to Wesley. Uh, if you know Wesley's story with New Jack City and Wesley Snipes, G-Money was one of the characters. But anyway, I digress. Uh, Jonathan, thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, Jonathan is working on the graphics for season two. Uh, I'm sorry, season three of Tell Me More Rodney. So uh, when you see those, uh, you, you get to see some of his work and, and everything and, and his new business. And uh, I'm excited for that. And of course, Ed for coming in and, and being a part of this and uh, just being a part of the show and, and doing some of those things. But since I kind of teased it, season three is on the way. So stay tuned. Uh, I'm going to ask you this. Have you subscribed? Um, have you, have you given the show some stars? Have you, have you rated the show? I'd appreciate it if you do that. Uh, have you supported me? Why not? Why not do this? Okay. Um, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tell Me More Rodney. Let's, let's, let's let the vibe come back here. Okay. Will you stay with me and vibe for a little while? Let's go. I'm still here. Hopefully you are. Tell me more, Rodney. Season two. Let's go. on the compass they tend to come together